0: Oh God, what are we doing? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) This has been years... Years is accurate. Years in the making. Years is too accurate. Years is unfortunately accurate. We've been alone. (laughs) Yes. This is our Tinder or other things podcast. Tinder and many other things. Tinder and many other things, but in all likelihood, really none of them. (laughs) Yeah. It's... It's the failures of two beta males to become alpha males. (laughs) That's what it really is. That's true. It's betas really just trying to live in a world of alphas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're two people who are not good at dating or dating apps or online interactions or in-person interactions. Yeah. Or women or just being human. But we're going to do this. We're going to do this. and We're going to go on dates. By God. We're going to be successful. (laughs) That's optimistic. That is optimistic. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So should we talk about what we're doing? Yeah. I guess we're going on dates. We're trying to. Yeah. We're exploring the world of online dating. Most... I love that we're going to like pitch this. It's like, we're going on dates. We're exploring the world. And each one's going to be like, still nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Every episode, I think, is going to be, yeah, so I was talking to this girl. And then... (sighs) Nothing. Mm. Then she reported me again. Yeah, she reported me again. People just keep unmatching me. People. This is the this is the unmatched cast. <laughs> that, not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we'll be just exploring the world of online dating from the perspective of two people who are definitely not cut out for it. Not cut out for it. Shouldn't be doing it legally. <laughs> if there could be restraining orders on online interactions... I think we'll find out that we'll there can be. <laughs> so, should we explain what our individual situations are? Sure. All right. You, yeah, you go. You got a simpler one. Yo, hella single. <laughs> yeah. What's what's your na- what's your name? Go over that first, maybe. My name's Tucker. <laughs> yeah. Give me give me your like dating pitch. What up, girl? <laughs> My name's Tucker. Ugh. You probably heard of me as the name of people's dogs mostly. <laughs> I have been single for a little while now, uh, very unsuccessfully. What's a little while? A little while is... So I don't 100% remember the date. It'd be weird if you did. Or the month. That's a little... (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember who the president was? (laughs) (laughs) Reagan? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yes, I've been single for a while, and I... Have a hard time differentiating between casual dating and finding my wife. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, If you ask me in any given moment, I would say, I'm not really looking for anything serious. I'm looking for casual, but when I'm on the date, I have a ring in my pocket. (laughs) You've picked it out. You've got the jewel. Yeah. You're just waiting for the right time. Yeah. Also, but after the date, I'm super into it, and then... 30 minutes later, I, I can't talk to them ever again. <laughs> Why? I am so worried that I have met my wife <laughs> that I disappear from. That you, did, you ditch her immediately. Yeah yeah yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. You pioneered coasting. Yeah. Uh, right. So, unlikable and trying my best. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Uh, what's your name? Well, should we actually, should we uh, talk about, like, wanting to start it in Nashville, and then now we're both in New York? Yeah. Where would we put that? Right here. Right now. Perfect. Yeah. Greenpeace. Uh, yeah, so we, we actually wanted to start this, what was it, like, four, five years ago or something? When... Three. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How time has flown. Well. Uh, yeah, so I was living in um, Virginia, and, Tucker, you were going to move to Nashville, and... I was going to come along to Nashville, but then I couldn't get a job and I really wimped out and you didn't have a job, but you just moved anyway, which is financially irresponsible, but brave, brave nonetheless. Yeah. People say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we were both cripplingly single at the time, uh, you know, maybe crippling is the wrong word. You <laughs> really spoke for me there. <laughs> I was more speaking for you than me. I was like contently single. But, so we were gonna, that was when Tinder was still kind of like new and stigmatized and everyone just thought, oh man, that's just for hookups, you know, which I guess at that point it probably was, but. Yeah, maybe it still is. We really have no way of knowing. Yeah, no, no <laughs> way of knowing. Yeah, so I, we, we had the idea that we should really just, just sort of fumble our way through it. Yeah. And just figure out the online dating world together, but apart. <laughs> Yeah, so I ended up not moving, um, and then I got into a serious relationship shortly afterward. And what were you doing at that time? Single? Single Yeah. You were also in a serious, serious, committed, fulfilling relationship too, right? No. Oh, you were single? Okay. Yeah, I was alone. (laughs) That's the word. Alone. Oh, man, I really confused it. Yeah, yeah, you do that every time you bring that up. Yeah, so you were alone, and I was in a happy relationship. Good, 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 good. (laughs) Good. And then we moved to New York. We all just moved to New York City, and that's prime dating spot. Now. Now. We all just moved now. And yeah, so my situation is that um, my girlfriend and I decided to take a period, you know, of... um, I don't know, just like individuality and just kind of find ourselves again. Um, We're still together, but we're now in like a long distance open relationship. She took some time to go and is currently in uh, New Zealand to go travel and just be herself. And then I went to Europe for a couple months and we decided that during that period that we're just going to date other people and open our relationship up and feel like we have not missed the opportunity to be young and single in this like age Mm-hmm. And you, Cause we, we've been in a relationship for like over three years now. So, you know, I'm nearing the end of my twenties and she is like at the real like center of her mid twenties. So that's like a pretty pivotal time for both of us to feel like we should feel happy that we have dated enough people and had sex with enough people and, you know, just feel fulfilled in that way. What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I have sex with people. I know, I was laughing because I was like, oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't I can't imagine being so comfortable. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a lot of discussions, a lot of like heartache, a lot of figuring out logistical things you would never think about when you're single or in a normal relationship of just like how much do you want to know about what the other person does, mm-hmm. how much contact do you want that person to have with the other people, do you want to know about it, like... All of it is just, like, who, like, literally, like, down to the details of, like, where we can have sex. Like, the amount of protection to use while having sex, like, all all that stuff we had to just, like, talk about and really hash it out, talk about jealousy, I mean, it was crazy how much you have to think about the logistics, but you, I mean, you do, to make it work. Um, I'd be like, one, never (laughs) lie to me, I want to know, I want to be honest. One, I'm cool with this open relationship, but... Two, if I find out you've been with anyone, (laughs) we're done. We're done. That's it. But, you know, open relationship. Feel free to do whatever with anyone. Explore. Just don't don't do anything with anyone. Find yourself, (laughs) but I swear to God, (laughs) I'll kill him and. mm, (laughs) I'm not going to say you. Legally. Yeah. But I can't commit to this on tape. the one thing my lawyer told me. Yes. <laughs> Don't also, get away from me and find a new lawyer. Right, right, but. right, right. <laughs> but. See, this is the self-deprecating humor that makes us good, confident alpha males. Yes. Worthy of being on dates with women. Ugh. <laughs> God. Yeah, but so that's my situation. Um, I got back from traveling maybe a week ago from two months in Europe, and my girlfriend is like a month, a little over a month into traveling New Zealand, and she still has a few months left to go. Yeah. So, yeah, while that's happening, Uh, we're both free to do whatever we want with mostly whoever we want. Like, you can't do anything with me. Would she Uh, be upset about that? To be fair, I don't want to do anything with you, and I just want to emphasize that now. Okay, you didn't have to, but... Yeah. Back to being unfair. I'll tell you, we never discussed that because it was never seen as a possibility. So? So there's no rule against (laughs) it. (laughs) Yep, that's what I'm saying. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's my situation. And so when when I'm using Tinder or Bumble or any of these other apps that we'll talk about in a minute, I'm mostly looking for something casual or short term because I already have a girlfriend and I don't want a second girlfriend. We're not so much polyamorous as open, Mm. which is... I guess a fine line to distinguish from. Yeah. So it's it's tough communicating that to people online sometimes, but you got to find ways. Suck so them. Yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> that's that's the objective. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, that's what I'm looking for. What, what are you What are you looking for when you're like, genuinely? How committed are you to being casual? How not. committed are you to being non-committal? Not. 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 I'm not committed to being non-committal because, like, every single that I go on, the dream is that it like. We click. It goes great. Right. That's kind of the dream. Also, though, I'm trying not to do that. Have you? Did you know I met my last girlfriend on Tinder? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You should go over that. But yes, you should go over that now for the sake of the listener. Yeah. Well. So, hey, hey, listener. <laughs> uh, I was My last relationship was a long one, as they often are. How long? Year and a half. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Before my three-year relationship, my longest one was just shy of two months. Yeah. So that's quite the jump. That is quite the jump. Yeah. So Look at you now. A year and a half. So a year and a half. But I was trying Tinder, once again, alone. This was in that time when we were like, we should start a Tinder, and then it didn't. Uh, Yeah, you were in Nashville. I was in Nashville. And I was in Virginia still. Mm -hmm. And I was in a relationship, and you were going forward on Tinder. I was. Really confusing yeah. ladies in Nashville. <laughs> confusing ladies. Yeah. But I met her on Tinder. It was actually long distance. It went really well. Day went really well. well. You you met her in a pretty unique way through Tinder, right? Yeah. It was like the equivalent of like serendipity through Tinder. Yeah, it was like... I'm like worried she's going to hear it. But it's fine. You're directly talking about this about I know. This yeah. All right, so... <laughs> I was visiting home, which was in Virginia, about eight hours from Nashville. She was in a town just outside of my hometown that was like definitely too far for like Tinder to reach, location based. Right. So we, she must have swiped on me as I was driving on the interstate past the town, and I was at home, and we ended up matching while I was in my hometown. And it was like this person is blah 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 miles from you. And I was like, how did that happen? We chatted, and it was just like. Wow. Very weird. We were like, we don't know how that happened. We owe this a date. That's incredible. Yeah, it was really cool. Also, I pitched it to to her like, hey, I am actually leaving town at 2 p.m. Do you want to get coffee? And then I'm going to be gone from your life forever. It's the kind of date I pitch (laughs) on Tinder. (laughs) Uh, And she said, No. Yeah. And it's all good love stories. That's how they start. She said, no, thank you. Goodbye. And I said, well, what's your favorite movie? And then we kind of chatted from there. It was real nice for a while. And we had like a little long distance texting relationship. Was this still through Tinder or did you move to like having your phone numbers or whatever? We moved uh, within the next week, a few weeks. All right, good. And we, yeah, we chatted and stuff. But anyway, met. And then the first time we actually had a first date, I did the I did it right. We did the Tinder like, oh God, this is, I don't know if this is too personal. We did like the Tinder hookup. Sick. Yeah. Hey, mom. Uh, <laughs> Dear mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did the Tinder hookup. It was That's great. Cool. And I was like, just cool. Like a casual. Just. It was casual. Lunch. Was it meant to be like a one-time thing, or was it like? I mean, we'd invested emotionally over the few weeks, but it was also like this isn't yeah, realistic. Yeah, you, you have to drive like seven hours for that. Yeah. That's. That, I wouldn't call that the classic Tinder hookup. Actually, the, the classic Tinder hookup is like eleven thirty p.m. You up? This is <laughs> like <laughs> big for me. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but sure, I you know I don't want to take away from your success. Well, you but I it. would say that's an extraordinary. Thing <laughs> yeah. So anyway, cut to being, us being like, well, this could never work. There's no way this could happen. We're so far away. Year and a half later, <laughs> we were still in a relationship. So that has been my past experience with Tinder, like a few dates here and there, and then a nice solid year-and-a-half-long relationship from a hookup. That's cool. Yeah. Try not to do that again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a Tinder hookup, it doesn't necessarily need to last a a year-and-a-half, but maybe. Yeah. And so that's where I'm coming from. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, my only Tinder experience... I mean, my Tinder experience started when I went to Europe, a little over two months ago now, Mm -hmm. because I was in a serious relationship. There would be no reason for me to be on Tinder unless I was doing something shady. So I had... I was intensely curious about the whole experience because people would always talk to me about how weird or exhausting or whatever the experience of being on Tinder and being on these apps was. And I was always just like, that just sounds incredible to me. Mm-hmm. Like from a like highs and lows perspective, it just sounds like, like there are real lows, I'm sh- you know, I'm yeah. sure. But like, like, wow, like, like you're meeting so many people and you have like the whole world in front of you and that's... You were witnessing me doing Tinder as well in New yeah. York and... In- yeah, because we, we moved in to New York in June. Yeah. Uh, so it's been several months now. It's December now. So, And I only left for Europe in October. That's when my open relationship started. Mm-hmm. So the previous months leading up to that were me uh, and my girlfriend just watching you fail. There's, for, <laughs> there's a kinder word. Yeah, there's a kinder word. But, but you're choosing. But, you know, for the sake of brevity... <laughs> Uh, fail gracefully no yeah you're right you were watching me go on dates that I would have nothing bad to say about and then nothing would develop yeah it was yeah it was like taking a picture of a ghost with a polaroid (laughs) oh my god it's like wow what a great picture and then you wait for it to develop and (laughs) there's just nothing there's just nothing there that's so weirdly accurate great job (laughs) Yeah. Good job. I'm going to get more coffee. Keep talking. Go for it. <laughs> well, that's weird. Yeah, so I, I only signed up for Tinder when I got to Europe. And that is decidedly the wrong time, I think, to be using Tinder for the first time. Yeah. Because you just have no idea what what you're doing, how the algorithm works, what your profile should look like. But I, I really felt uncomfortable making a profile before I got to Europe, even when we had already decided we were going to be in an open relationship because I didn't want to just start matching with people in New York when we were only going to start being open once I got to Europe. So, yep. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, mean, I was just trying to make it work and figure it out while bouncing from country to country. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was only ever in a given city in a country for usually about three to four days. Yeah. Which is also bad time for Tinder, because unless you are explicitly communicating that you only want, like, an, a one-night stand. But I find that uh, a lot of people explicitly say they do not want that. Right. But it's weird, because yeah. the hype is that that would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... Tinder has really just, it went from being a hookup app to being the default app. To being how anyone meets anyone in 2017. Yeah. Meeting people in person, I feel like, is much, much harder. Like, you can still do it. Mm -hmm. And definitely, that's how I met the majority of people that I was dating, I guess, in Europe, was I would just meet them in person in a hostel or a bar or, you know, at just some weird event or a concert or something. Like, I would just meet them in person and then hit it off. But yeah, I think, I think Tinder just evolved really in in the last like three or four years of just, it used to be for hookups and now it's just your default dating option, Mm -hmm. which I think is very interesting, especially given that it really still feels like an app that is best used for hookups. Yeah. Like the objectifying aspect of just swiping on people left and right is much more akin to do a little, I just want to bang it out you know <laughs> to say it eloquently it's like i just want to like have a casual hookup it's like that that format works so perfectly but you know how do you communicate that i want a more serious relationship you have to like, go into the text and then have a whole paragraph about here's what i want and yeah that's i feel like that's just never what that app was designed to do and it it sort of shows maybe yeah like it's either people are too explicit about what they want because they're tired of like everyone not wanting the same thing or you have people who have nothing about what they want and then you can't like they just have some like funny yeah one sentence thing and it's like it involves nothing yeah. about what you're actually looking for so then you're talking with someone and you have no idea what they want which is akin to real life obviously yeah. but it's it's tougher in a dating app environment I think yeah I think it's not necessarily strictly for hookups and I don't right. like I think that was definitely the selling point in the beginning so it's hard to really combat that marketing yeah but now I think it works just fine for for just dating and looking for more serious things, but it is I understand that it is like frustrating. Other apps have done a better job yeah. of like being like this is what I'm looking for. Tinder keeps that vague, which sure. I do think is maybe a selling point mm-hmm. from my perspective because that is personally and I understand why it could be frustrating from other people, but it's personally why I like Tinder is because you don't get uh, too heavily into who a person is. Yeah, so you have stuff to talk about on the date. We should move into like, okay, Cupid, go for it. I like Tinder because it's vague and you have shit to talk about when you meet up on the first date. Explicit. Okay, Cupid asks me questions that I haven't asked myself. Yeah, and I'm not prepared to <laughs> confront that to the mirror. That's why I like, let okay, alone Cupid. a stranger. <laughs> no. Okay, Cupid asks me questions that I have to really think about. Not only in terms of, like, how do I feel about it, but also what am I willing to publicly disclose? Right. Which, you, I mean, you never have to answer any of the questions, but it's... But you do. Like, I mean, deep down. For yourself, you look at that question, you should answer it. It's like... Or at least for yourself. How deep is your butthole? And I'm like... <laughs> I mean, they give you several answers. Dude, <laughs> they do they give, give you... It's multiple choice. It's multiple choice, always. It's, deep you know. enough? <laughs> Too deep. <laughs> I don't know. Cavernous. <laughs> I don't know its seat. I feel like how deep is your butthole could legitimately be an OKCupid okay question. For a lot of people, that isn't important. It's how, it's yeah, it's an OK Cupid, yeah. Cupid question and a an Hollow Notes cover. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, OKCupid okay is definitely much, much more information dense. And that I can see definitely the argument that it re- removed too much mystery. Uh, like, I've seen some people in OKCupid. Okay there's, like, favorite books and movies and all that sections and, you know, all these all these other categories for you to explain, like, about yourself. And sometimes I'll see people that just write, like, ask me on, like, the first date or something. Sure. Like, that aspect of it is not counted in the algorithm that they have. So why even bother mentioning it? Mm-hmm. Like, I only list one movie, one book, because I don't want to give too much away, but I also do want to give people at least an idea of the kinds of things I'm into Mm -hmm. because I think I've definitely seen people mention something like glass animals and I'm like, Oh man, you like glass animals. And then we'll start talking about in the chat. Like when was the last time you saw them? And Oh, were you at this music festival? Oh my God. I was at that music festival. Right. And it's very fun. It's like, it's nice to have those things to, to chat about. It is. Um, because on Tinder a lot of times I, I also just feel like I'll swipe on people and I'm like, what would I even say to you? Yeah, I I have no idea what to say to you. You know what? It fucking yes. <laughs> I hate it when it's like, I'm inter. I am interested in what people's favorite bands are, yeah, or something like that. So I'm like, "What's your favorite band?" And they're like, "Oh, I fucking ask something original." I mostly talk to like people from the Bronx, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and they communicate their accent through text. They which do is very impressive. It is impressive, which you wouldn't expect from the Bronx. The Bronx. Though. Well, I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> well. <laughs> drawing hard lines out yeah. the gate They're, yeah I guess maybe that's on me I'm like I want to just ask you about your life I'm interested in where you're from and the things that you do <laughs> and they and it's, it's it's small talk on Tinder it's small talk I love small talk One th- I, I guess the thing about OkCupid versus Tinder is that I think the focus of Tinder changed into something that I'm looking for less and so it moved from a hookup app by default to a dating app by default Okay. So that's why for you, it's like much easier because you're not looking for anything necessarily that specific. You're just kind of looking to go with the flow. Yeah. For me, I'm looking for something specific that more aligns with the original vision of Tinder Mm -hmm. because I don't really want anything that is going to develop into something serious because I already have something serious. Yeah. And that would conflict. You know, it it sounds like might be good for you. Kinked. (laughs) I'll tell (laughs) you. You'd think kinked would sound good for me. Yeah, I figured Let's, we were kinda... let, let me just let me just open my little folder here, and you can just we can just peruse. So, uh, so I've got Tinder, I've got Bumble, I've got Okay Cupid, I've got this app called Happen, uh, which tracks basically your location and tells you when you've passed by people multiple times. Yeah, so you can. I, what who it would be convenient to date? <laughs> who in your immediate proximity yeah. doesn't want to date you? Who yeah, who in your immediate proximity or on your way to work or who just happens to frequent the same places you go to? Yeah, it's a pretty cool idea. You, yeah, uh, this app called Pure, which is basically for just for hookups. Like yeah, just, just for bots. <laughs> mostly just for bots. It's a good hookup. scam app. you, but it, the focus of it is supposed to be just let's yeah cut through it if you just want to hook up. It's a good like robot seeking human. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Man seeking robot. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then uh kinked, which is a Tinder like app, but specifically for people who have like fetishes and some kinks you gotta work out. Yeah. So I've used all of them to varying degrees of success. Or uh-huh. failure now. <laughs> Mostly failure. Strictly. Strictly failure. Tom is looking into the distance right now. Oh. Uh. Pensive. <laughs> but thoughtful. Yeah. Uh I'm worried we're not likable. When I worked in Starbucks at uh, at Starbucks in Nashville, there was like a cata- there was a cigar kiosk, corner to us, and there was a girl there that was like, "Hey, you seem nice." And so I just swiped left until I until I found her. Swiped right. Wow. We had also chatted a little. Uh, That's dedication. Yeah, found her. Swiped right. She never swiped right. Uh, <laughs> but, but we did end up going on a date. Uh, cool. Yeah, and then I spilled a drink on her. And nice. we didn't go on a second date. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Uh, in future episodes, we can talk more about specifics on the different apps. We can talk about like paid, like what it's like to be a paid member, whether it's worth it, how it changes the experience. Talk about ghosting. We can Talk about other things. Yeah. Um, and maybe get some guests on. Maybe get some expand guests. So it's not just two straight white dudes in Brooklyn. Hanging out. (laughs) The oppressed white male perspective has maybe been a little overdone. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) And we'll have a recurring segment where we can just ask, like, what's wrong with us? Yeah. Like, why not? (laughs) (laughs) I just, I understand, but like, why not? Anyway.